Dune Part 2 finally released a full-length trailer. Guardians of the Galaxy is going to have a huge box office opening weekend. And Pedro Pascal has been cast in Gladiator 2. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. It's another episode of Movie News where we go through all of the industry news so you don't have to. And we are currently in Austin, Texas on a work trip. We are, so we're filming this on Friday. If any big news dropped on Saturday, it's not going to be in this episode because we'll be leaving. We left Saturday morning to go to Austin, Texas to go check out Robert Rodriguez's latest film, Hypnotic, that's coming out this summer. We'll give you a whole lowdown of how that went, but it's going to be, we're getting flown out. We got a hotel. It's going to be cool. We're going to tour his studio, Troublemaker Studios down there that he built in Austin, Texas. So very excited about that. But if anything dropped yesterday, sorry, it's not going to be in this episode. And we also don't have the normal box office statistics today, but we do have so far Guardians of the Galaxy 3 had a $17 million Thursday night, which is one of the best Thursday previews of the last couple of years. And it's projected to make $150 million domestically and $250 million globally. So nothing is really going to be able to compete with it this weekend or I would say next weekend either. And Evil Dead Rise has broken $100 million box office. So those are the figures we can give you. That's what we got right now. That's all we, That's got. All we got, guy. <laughs> but let's get into the news that we do know of. Because there was a bunch of great stuff that dropped this week. First of all... As we mentioned earlier, Pedro Pascal has been cast in Gladiator 2. This cast is insane. It's wild. Ridley Scott was just like, give me all the hottest actors alive. All the hot and talented people. That's how <laughs> Denis Villeneuve and Ridley Scott cast their movies. Are you hot and talented? Can you be in my movie, please? So we don't know what role it's going to be, but obviously I'm sure it's going to be a major role. And I just love him going back to the aesthetic of medieval or ancient cultures, Game of Thrones. He's, He's perfect. Great, yeah. He fits in that world so well. Every, different timelines. He was such a scene stealer in Game yeah. of Thrones. Just him in that kind yeah. of wardrobe. It just it works, it works. You know what I mean? Holding a sword. Connie Nielsen has also been uh, cast back in her role of Lucilla. And we already know that Paul Meskel has been cast as the lead Lucius. Lucius. Barry Keoghan has been cast as Emperor Gaeta. And also Joseph Quinn has been cast as his brother in an unspecified role. Can't wait, man. Woo, this cast is shaping up to be something special. I'm just so curious who Denzel's going to play. I know, I mean, right? I'm so curious. Oh, yeah, Denzel's in the yeah, movie, Yeah, don't too. forget Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Denzel. My bad, bro. He's a big fan, but not anymore. He has unsubscribed. <laughs> <laughs> Take your hands off me. Take your, Take your hands damn off hands off me. me. Quiver, lip quiver. <laughs> <laughs> that Jamie Foxx impression Get is your so hands funny. off me. <laughs> Back to the news though. <laughs> Gran Turismo dropped its first trailer and this movie looks a lot better than what I was expecting. Now this is based on the true story of an actual Gran Turismo gamer who became a real life racer at Gran Turismo. I think this looks fantastic. Neil Blomkamp is coming off quite a long drought of making films. His last film, Chappie, was, I think, eight years ago, so quite a long time. That was the last time he made a movie? That was the last feature film he but um, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the last major film he did. What was the? Didn't he do the, the boxing one with Hugh Jackman, or was that someone else? He did. No, that was um, the guy who made Free Guy. Gotcha. Jack, Le uh, something Levi. Levy. Um, but this, this trailer looks really cool. Orlando Bloom, David Harbour are leading the cast as the veteran actors, and then the young cast looks terrific. But I love the trailer. It looks exciting. The racing looks really propulsive and bombastic and 
really well shot. But also, I mean, it's just a fascinating story of a real contest that they had trying to bring a gamer into actual physical competition for competition for racing. And it just seems like an ultimate like underdog movie that we're always fans of. Well, yeah. So he's been doing a bunch of like small videos and video game ads, stuff, short films, yeah. ads. But his last feature-length film, I think it was Champion yeah. 2015. With Holy Hugh Jackman. guacamole. Yeah. And now Gran Turismo, like you said, is based off a true story. But it's not like Gran Turismo isn't a race or anything. That's, that's I know. I missed I miss yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah. So, so that's the name of the game, Anthony. <laughs> He raced for Gran Turismo. I'm like, <laughs> when I said that, I was like, oh my God, someone's going to fucking comment. Don't worry. I got it, guys. I'm on top of Anthony. Someone's got to do it. Someone has to do the research around here. All set for your flight? Yep. I've got everything I need. Eye mask, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, T-Mobile? You bet. Free in-flight Wi-Fi. 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T-Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. I'm going to leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at tmobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton Honors membership required for 15% discount. Terms and conditions apply. But even bigger news this week. Bigger. Dune Part 2. We finally got our first first. A teaser trailer, then full-length trailer, and Oof. my goodness, it looked incredible. We did a Patreon breakdown on the trailer, but holy crap. This is a 35-minute breakdown. It was my great. My expectations are blown away and through the roof. I Obviously, we all know how much we love Dune. I'm sure many of you do as well, but part two looks sensational. I've never really seen a movie trailer like this and how awesome and freaking epic this looks. And I was so curious what Austin Butler is going to look like. Oh, yeah. What Paul Atreides riding Shai Hulud, one of the makers, one of the giant worms on Arrakis. What was that going to look like? We got a great glimpse, like a minute of the trailer is focused on him riding his first worm. We also got teases of Hans Zimmer's new music as well. And there are some new aspects to the remarkable sounds he created for the first film that he has now created for the second film. That sound, absolutely stunning. Earth-shattering sounds. And so many sounds. So many sounds. Sounds. I, sounds. 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 <laughs> I really, sounds. I, I really enjoyed the structure of the trailer too. Interlinked. Interlinked. Interlinked, <laughs> Interlinked sounds. <laughs> Interlinked. <laughs> sounds. Sounds. Interlinked. <laughs> You're off the charts. <laughs> but the structure of the trailer was really cool, and it was like, it played as like kind of an introductory Zendaya, Chalamet as as Chani and Paul. We got a little bit of like a simple sizzle reel supercut of some footage. And then we got literally a minute of some of the sequence of Paul jumping on Shai Halud. And that was just fantastic. It was like it was like a scene within the trailer. You know what I mean? And then it went back to like another minute of sizzle reel supercuts. And I really liked it. It was so different from what typical trailers are like nowadays. I really enjoyed it. It set itself apart, I think. And it did like having that one minute kind of like a sequence of just the Shia Lude sequence kind of gave you like uh, a breath of how the scope of this is going to be and really taking their time not just with the film but you know taking their time with the trailer to get you uh, feeling what the sequences are going to be like and I feel like if they just did like a super cut of like five one second shots of that sequence it wouldn't have been as powerful as actually watching Paul jump on it and then you hear Zimmer's drums do 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 do, 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 do. Oh my God. I was like, I got goosebumps. I was in front of my computer. I was like, yeah, Paul, ride it. 
<laughs> you know, you just you you're in those. You know, I go to clubs. You just hear that music. Bat 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 bat. Bodies moving. Google hunting reference. <laughs> yes, boom boom. Oh yes. <laughs> Anyways, Sit and also we got bro. a great li- look at um, Princess Irulan, played by Florence Pugh. We also got obviously Lady Jessica. All the characters, pretty much. We got a glimpse at Gurney Halick back in action. So. Cannot wait. Blown oh, yeah. away by the character design of Fade Routha. Sign me up. It's not exactly book accurate to the design. Yeah, a lot, a lot of hate of online. I'm upset about it. Yeah. I made a great TikTok video decimating the haters. Why can't we just enjoy things, man? I know. Just, just I don't watch, know, man. Just don't watch the movie, man. Some other cool stuff that oh, happened yeah. this week. Oppenheimer dropped a new poster. And also, oh, my God. we are getting a new trailer in front of the Guardians of the Galaxy film. Unfortunately, we're not going to see the trailer because we already saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. But they're putting a new trailer for Oppenheimer in front of it, as well as I believe the Dune Part Two trailer will be in front of Guardians as well. Wow! Wow! What a bunch so let of- us know if you saw Guardians this weekend if they had both of those in front of it. Insane! And the trailer, the poster's awesome. Yeah, it's more of a markety poster. You know, it's Killian Murphy as Oppenheimer, front front center stage with the giant bomb behind him. But it's I love the red. The orange, orange reddish, yeah, yeah it's orange fantastic. is hot right now with posters, man. Sounds like they're ripping us off. Woo! Did you yeah. see? Did you see the Oppenheimer logo in at Simracon? No, what? it was literally our text in font color. I'm sure they copied <laughs> us. I'm sure that's what happened. I swear, I'm gonna throw it up. It said Oppenheimer when Nolan did his presentation, and it was literally our color orange with like text that looked just so much like ours. Hey, Chris, you know if you just want, Chris, we know you're listening. We know you're listening, Chris. <laughs> you know you're our guy, right? All you gotta do is ask. No, he loves our podcast because we stroke him every episode. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Moving on to... (laughs) Got a great image from Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Mission Impossible 7, Part 1. So it's Dead Reckoning, Part 1, Mission Impossible 7. Sorry for the confusion there. Well, hold on. Now I'm really confused because you said it backwards. So it's Mission Mission Impossible Impossible 7. No, no, no. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. Okay. But this is also Mission Impossible, the seventh film in the franchise. I don't understand. Great <laughs> shot of Tom Cruise fighting a guy on a train. They're actually on a train that's actually moving out in the world on a train track. It's insane. Obviously, they're roped to it, but there's a bunch of last year behind-the-scenes videos. That was and also, the first thing ever found yeah, online. Yeah, people were on trains yeah. that were running in the opposite direction, like filming videos of him on the train or on the highway next to the train. He's just sitting on the train waving at them. But they're actually on a train fighting. It's I crazy. believe it was the, uh, the main antagonist is fighting him. It's possible. Esai Morales. If he's Morales. the main antagonist. Yeah, he's, it seems like the third act's going to be a reference to Mission Impossible 1. So Esai Morales, he's the one who replaced Nicholas Holt before production. Oh, it sucks for Nick. Um, But he's a, he's a great actor. So I think that I think if I remember looking at the image, it was him on the train with Tom. I could be wrong though. There's probably going to be a bunch of henchmen. Quite a few henchmen. <laughs> Quite. But a it's few. crazy. They're really fighting on a train that's moving. I Man, love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> also, Lauren Balf, who we love, the composer, is making the music right now, and we follow him on Instagram. He's always posting these cool oh, wow. videos and photos of the orchestra and the different uh, environments and stages that he's recording on. Uh, I, I love the guy, and I can't wait to hear what he comes up with the, for the music. Seems like a cool dude. Does seem like a cool dude. <laughs> Moving on to Carl Urban is in talks to play Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 2. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage, who was a great character to play with in the game. Yeah, I, I love I, Johnny Cage. I felt like he, he was pretty cool in the first movie, but they could have done a better job with it. Because he was always he one of my cool favorites. Yeah, he was always one of my favorites to play as. But then I feel like the movie didn't really do him that much justice. So I yeah. think Carl Urban is perfect for the role in the, the personality. First, yeah, the first film did really well streaming because it came out over 2020, uh, and it didn't get a theatrical release. It just got released on its streaming platform. 
and I believe it did really well. I believe it's HBO Max, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I heard good things about it. I never saw it, but it was rated R, so people were satisfied. There was like a lot of gore. There was like Sub-Zero like tearing people to pieces. Uh, so I'll maybe check that film up sometime soon, and if Carl gets cast, that's going to bring a lot of attention to the property, so I, th- I think they're trying to lock him in for sure. It'd be a smart move. It'd be very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Next up, Succession has announced that its finale episode will be 90 minutes long. So it's going to be a fucking movie. And there's four episodes left, including tonight. So many. So much. I and we can't it. watch it till tomorrow. Yeah, We're not going to be getting home to LA until like 10, 30, 11. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll see how tired we are, but we get to yeah. film in the morning. Yeah, too bad. Because yeah, we'll just watch it Monday. Yeah, because Monday morning, actually, we have a special guest that's going to come in studio and film with us. So the writers strike, strike in Hollywood in America right now, the WGA strike, Lots of questions about what's going on. We're going to have a WGA union captain on the show. We're going to film on Monday and post this episode on Thursday. We are super excited to have someone like this on the show, get their perspective, their insights, and really talk about the situation that's going on in America and Hollywood with the WGA. In other, Before that, we were just going to do the best research we could online and try to get a grasp for it, but... I'm really excited to get someone on the show who knows what they're talking about and who has so much familiarity and an insider perspective of everything that's happening. So I'm really looking forward to that episode. I think it could be yeah. really great. It'll be Thursday, yeah. WGA strike explained, basically. What's going on with this writer strike? What's it mean going forward? If you love TV and movies, especially TV, you're yeah. not going to miss this because it's going to affect TV for the next several years. And so some projects are actually at a standstill now and some projects are still moving forward. So for example, Rings of Power, the Amazon TV series is actually filming currently and they decide to continue with their production without any writers on set. Or showrunners. And without the showrunners on set. (laughs) It's okay. You got excited. (laughs) Well, I have a good (laughs) punchline. What's the punchline? It's not like they care anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Not the showrunners. Not like Amazon cares anyways. But technically the showrunners count as writers, so they can't be on set either. So I think it's actually, it could be a detriment to the set to not have the writers on because big productions, they'll have a writer on set to help out if there's an issue, if new dialogue needs to be written, if things need to be cleaned up, if a new idea comes about or if something's not working, hey, can you write something for tomorrow? So, I mean, Gladiator, right, we just talked about earlier, is an example of a movie that didn't even have a full script while they were filming. So, writers on set can be very helpful. So, especially with a production that's as long as a six-month film TV production. So, I think it might be a mistake to not have writers on set. You know what else is helpful? Kevin Kirk just became a $10 patron as we were recording. I just got the notification on my phone. Thanks so much, pal. We'll hit you up in a little bit, and welcome to the Discord. Thanks, pal. Appreciate you. All right, let's move on to some more movie news. Guy Ritchie has announced yet another movie, even though he's filming one right now. He just dropped dropped The Covenant, which I enjoyed. I highly recommend seeing I'm it I'm going to see it this week, yeah. It's a blast if you love action movies and also a great perspective on Afghanis in the Afghanistan, Afghanistan occupation of like the United States. Like their perspective Their perspective. Yeah. And so I've never really seen a war movie from their perspective mm-hmm. in a de- do a decent job of those. So mm-hmm. that was a really great thing about the film that I liked a lot. But Guy Ritchie is... Assembling some of his regulars, he's getting Henry Cavill, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Aiza Gonzalez for his next feature film. Just the three hottest people alive. Yeah, so <laughs> Cavill and, and Aiza, they're filming his movie right now with uh, with uh, the the Ungentlemanly Warfare film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're yeah, doing that yeah. right now. They're Cavill just wrapped. So they, they're wrapping production. And then Jake obviously was just in The Covenant. Mm-hmm. Sign me the hell up. I love all three of these actors. 
Let's go. Nothing has been announced about the film except for that. We don't have a title. We don't have a synopsis, but it is coming from a script co-written by Richie. And Jake fits perfectly in the Guy Ritchie yeah, world of works. filmmaking. He works so well as a character Man, in his movies. Man, I I, now I really want to see that movie. Also, <clears throat> Blade, speaking, uh, speaking on Rings of Power and how it's continuing its production, Ooh, sorry, on the I other side ahead. of that, Blade has halted its production and is currently in standstill as Marvel is trying to figure out what to do about the writer's strike. So that is a produ- is a production that has been shut down because of the strike. I wonder if Nick Pozzolato, who got hired, the creator of True Detective, to write the new script for Blade, if he's writing it because... That's ha- that's the reason. Yeah. yeah so he just got hired to write, and now he can't write. He, right. can't le- he can't legally work on it right now. Well, yeah. What I understand about a lot of the WGA strike, which we'll talk about more with uh, Christina when she's on the show is I think it's going to affect TV more than film for now. It always does. But I'm sure some people like like the situation is going to affect them for sure. Because what happens is like a, a film might have its script greenlit two years before, you know, the movie comes out, you know? Oh, yeah, for But sure. TV has a quick turnaround, especially shows like SNL and other network TV where they're actually making the episodes not far off from when they're actually released. So there are films that are in the can that are going to be released over the next year that ha- aren't going to be affected by this. But there are so much TV that is being affected by it. Like a big portion of writers, it, all, everyone in network TV for late night TV, all those writers, writers' rooms not working right now. So that definitely affects TV more. Yeah, I believe when you're summoned by your guild, by your union to go strike, you got to strike. You can't. You can't work. Yeah, you can't work. It's, well, it's, we'll talk to yeah. Christina more about this. So Christina yeah. will be on the show for Thursday's episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, now streaming only on Hulu. Some more news. Speaking Speak of, of <laughs> no, you go. No, you, no, go. you go. There you go. <laughs> no. Speaking of racing, Brad Pitt is making a Formula One race car movie right now, and he's going to be driving a real Formula One race car as part of this movie for filming. And it's basically going to be Top Gun on a racetrack, which is what they're advertising it well, for. Well, Kaczynski's making it. Oh yeah, that's right. Kaczynski's yeah. making it. Joseph Kaczynski, who did Top Gun Maverick and mm-hmm. Oblivion and Tron Legacy, and also the uh, firefighter film, Only the Brave. Only the Brave. And, and also some uh, stuff before that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Condon, who was just in The Banshees of Inisherin, Oscar nominee, is 
also joining the cast right now. I'm assuming probably maybe the character's wife or something like that. She's playing the race car. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tom Cruise is also offered to do th some stunt driving if they need him. I, swear, <laughs> I love that. I swear to God. <laughs> they probably will need him. He's fucking great. <laughs> it's amazing. But now this makes sense because Brad's announcement in this film was like about a month ago, I would say. But I remember like six months ago, I saw a video of him at a Formula One race. And he got into the passenger seat of a real car. Not during the race, but, like, for fun. During an exhibition. For funsies. Yeah. And now now <laughs> it's like, oh, he was probably doing some research and getting a sense for the world to prepare for this character. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a fucking awesome movie. I can't <laughs> Let's wait. Go. Let's <laughs> Looks go. like racing's coming back, bro. Let's go. I love it. All right. Next up, Citadel, Prime Video's new big TV series has now been called the second most popular series in their history. It is only behind the premiere of Rings of Power. Richard Madden and Priyanka Chopra star in this series along with Stanley Tucci and a big ensemble. And it's doing really well in terms of streaming numbers for Amazon. And it's already been greenlit for a sequel. I mean, we got some... Second season. We got some... I mean, they released two at a time. Yeah, it's the true, opening yeah. weekend, of course. It's, like, it's yeah. the banner on yeah, the yeah, web. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean... So if everybody uses your website, if everybody uses your app and it's the banner they see when they, there's going to be a lot of people click on it. Yeah, 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 I'm sure it's super popular. And so, but it's getting very mixed reviews from critics and audiences right now. It's a 40, 54% on Rotten Tomatoes and like a 72% audience score. So Ooh. just got, it seems to have a lukewarm response. For a $400 million show, that's <laughs> not going to, that's not going to cut it guys. I'm curious what the finale numbers will be. I'm, no, I'm curious about what the penultimate Mid episode. Yeah, yeah, that's the real number. Yeah, that's the real. That's who was. How many people it, are really interested? Yeah, that's really it. Yeah, that's a good point. Netflix has landed Adam McKay's next film, starring Robert Pattinson and Amy Adams. We talked about this a about few a month, month ago. ago yeah. A month ago, it's called Average Height, Average Build, and it's described as a serial killer thriller, part comedy. That follows a killer who uses political lobbyists to change laws in order to make it easier for him to kill. I wasn't surprised Netflix got this because they got his last film and also his films require quite large budgets. And so I didn't expect a theatrical release production company to take on this project. It seems like too expensive of a thing to purchase and to fund. So I'm, I was expecting Netflix to get this. And after the Don't Look Up numbers, I'm sure they're like, sure, man. Yeah, they're, yeah they're happy with the numbers for Don't Look Up. But what a cast already. Yeah. Next up, Andrew, Andrew Garfield and Daisy Edgar-Jones, who's having a huge two years. So hot right now. <laughs> She's, they've both been cast in a Carl Sagan op biopic, uh, one of the smartest guys ever. Uh, not from Boston. I, just, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> we just watched the Good Will Hunting GIF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I made a great tweet. <laughs> With Carl Sagan, astrophysicist or just physicist? I believe he was astrophysicist. Yeah, astrophysicist. He's a little shark. He's wicked smart. He uh, helped... Uh, he was uh, instrumental in consulting on a lot of uh, science-based films. Uh, I believe, like, Contact, and I think that Nolan spoke to him about Interstellar, maybe. Um, but he definitely was involved in That would in have Contact. been tough because he died in 1996. He, uh, he wrote Contact. Yeah. He wrote Contact, the novel that the film was based on. That's what it is. Didn't he write yeah. the screenplay, too? He probably wrote the screenplay. I think he wrote the screenplay. Yeah, yeah. but he wrote that novel. That's what it was. He was an astronomer, planetary scientist, cosmologist, Astrophysicist, astrobiologist, science communicator, author, and professor, and just super cool guy. Yeah, I mean, and so da so Andrew's gonna play Sagan, and then Daisy Edgar Jones will play Carl Sagan's wife. Sounds like a good casting. Cool. Yeah. Last bit of news: another horror reboot legacy sequel verse 
<laughs> so the Blair Witch Project Verse is adding a fourth film to the to the franchise. <laughs> it's going to be called Par- Blair Witch Quattro. <laughs> Quattro Plus. Quattro Plus. There's actually another one. There's no title. There's another reboot. Another reboot besides Blair Witch? Sylvester Stallone is rebooting Cliffhanger. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to be in it? I wouldn't put it past him. Why not? You know, why, why the fuck not? I, it's, it's being labeled a reboot. He's definitely producing it. But, I mean, why not star in it too, man? Might as well. He's too old to be hanging from wires like that he's all day. He's still in great shape. I, I mean, according still, to Instagram, yeah. No, he's still fucking jacked. He's, he's, he's he jacked. He can hang on a wire. He's jacked. He can hang on a wire. Yeah. It's not like he's really climbing mountains in the movie. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yes, they're on a mountain. I think one of my favorite movie scenes of all time for comedies <laughs> is the Ace Ventura Pet Detective the second opening. One. The second one. Okay, yeah. when nature calls, the opening, <laughs> when the raccoon falls. That's a great reference to Cliffhanger. Oh, my God, the clip breaks. Oh, it's one of the, you're right, it's one of the best comedy openings of all it's time. It's crazy how funny it is, but then how tragic it is. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so funny up until the point that it falls. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, they're actually killing the raccoon. But, man, is it funny. It's so fucking funny, <laughs> especially because like we watched Cliffhanger and it was uh, our brothers had it on like VHS and it was like it was any, one of those blockbuster anything, rentals. Anything Stallone yeah. was rented at our house. He's a legend. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Cliffhanger's pretty good. John Lithgow's the villain, right? I, I think, I think so. so. I yeah, I think so. I haven't seen it in quite a while. What do you mean? You don't watch it every month? No, I don't watch it every month, Anthony. Well, I caught that. Oh, did you put that in your mouth? Yeah, it's, it's a, a toothpick. toothpick. <laughs> oh, nasty. <laughs> You got anything else for news? Who throws a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> Any more news? <laughs> no, that's it for news. All right, thanks so much for tuning in to our movie news episode. Sorry again that we won't get any updates if there are things that are happening on Saturday. Again, we are in Austin, Texas right now, enjoying a really cool event for Hypnotic. I'm having a great time right we'll now. We'll talk about it more. <laughs> that steak dinner last night was top-notch. Top-notch. What'd you, what'd you order? Uh, I got the ribeye. Nice, nice. Coming up for episodes this week, again, Thursday will be our WGA Writers Guild of America Strike Explained episode with Captain Union, uh, Union Captain Christina Wu. And then tomorrow on Monday, we're doing an incredible episode on the classic film Chinatown. It's Don't a really good one. This. It was such a great episode to do. It's a masterpiece of a film. If you got nothing to do tonight and you hadn't seen Chinatown before, you haven't seen it in a while, I recommend watching it tonight so you are up to date for tomorrow's episode. It lives up to all the hype. The breakdown. Tuesday, we'll be doing our review on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and then we'll figure some stuff out. Some other stuff out along the way. Yeah, yeah, we we generally do. We are going to do Zodiac. We're going to do Zodiac the following Monday. Yeah. So next next Monday is going to be Zodiac. Oh, good. We're going back. To, oh yeah, we're just gonna go back to doing sick ass movies all the time. Oh boy, yeah. Oh yeah, boy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it the only Fincher one we haven't done? No, we haven't done the game. Oh yeah, we didn't do. We the haven't game. done Alien three. Mank. <clears throat> oh yeah, we didn't do Mank. We have not done. I mean, technically, we haven't done a solo episode on, on Gone Girl. That's true. That's true. We haven't done a solo. We episode. We did Dragon Tattoo, didn't we? Yeah, but we didn't do a solo, a Social Network solo episode. I don't think. Did You're we? right. We yeah. didn't. I don't think we've done. We did. We've covered what, it. Briefly. What was the episode we did Social Network in? I can't remember, but I don't think it was a solo episode on Social Network. I think you're right. It was. Um. It was just the Fincher Spotlight. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's yeah. What, that's what it was. We actually maybe we, we should, gotta do Social Network yeah. in, 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 in one like of our a month. Favorites. In yeah. like a month. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's a, one of the we'll best movies of the century. Give it thirty days from Zodiac. Yeah, yeah. yeah we don't want to do them like in the same. Some week. breathing room. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. We'll cover something else. We should do a PTA movie too. We absolutely should, and like a Kubrick movie. And then like another Scorsese and just one. like just really cool <laughs> stuff. 
<laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you all so much. Become a patron today at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. It's the very best way to support our show. We have five different tiers of membership. Everyone gets access to the weekly chats and bonus episodes, which are exclusively on Patreon. So thank you so much. There's some cool ones up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Twice a week. Bye. See you next time. Thank you for watching Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button as well. Notifications for sure. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you can listen to podcasts. And be sure to check out this other content we have on our YouTube channel.